Hello, my name is Michaela Marshall, and this is Welcome to the Hellmouth. Hi, I'm David Lindley, and this is the Buffy Podcast. Surprise, motherfucker. Hellmouth. Hellmouth. Oh, I was surprised for sure. That's so... <laughs> That's a bit of a, a taste of what's ahead in this episode, Michaela, which is... <laughs> Surprise. Surprise, motherfucker. Season 2, uh-huh. episode 13, original air date, January 19th, 1998. Cool. Before we get into this episode, do you know when this episode of our podcast is going up, Michaela? Oh, shit. I don't know. Probably... <laughs> In six weeks from whatever today is. Correct. Which is March 8th, 2017. <laughs> right. Which is two days before March 10th, 2017, which is 20 years after the pilot of Buffy aired. <laughs> so Damn. happy 20th anniversary, Buffy. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Woo! It's, oh, it's it's so fitting because it's Buffy's birthday and it's the show's uh-huh. birthday. Ah, oh, that's great. Yeah. In one more year, Buffy can drink. Good math, Dave. Like, the show can Right, drink. yeah, yeah, no, I get it. People get it. In the States. I mean, yeah. it's been legal here for almost a year. Right. Well, it depends where here. Yeah, Quebec. Man, yeah. two years. Yeah. Psh. This is a weird tangent. Anyways, <laughs> here we are, episode 13. Surprise, Surprise motherfucker. motherfucker. Things are happening, Dave. Yeah. Let's jump in here. Let's, let's do it. We've got some prophecy dreams to kick us off. Prophecy dream! The best kind of dreams. Willow is talking to a monkey. In the bronze? Yeah, she's in the bronze talking to a monkey. Drusilla's following Buffy around who is pajamaing it up in the bronze. Right, because Buffy was coming from her house where Drew was. I mean, it's all this big thing. Uh, Did you catch what Willow said to the monkey? Was it English? No, it was French. Oh, It was French for the hippo has stolen my pants. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Which calls back to Willow's (gasps) conversation with Oz. That's so nice. I yeah. like it so much. What's hippo in French? Lippo. Really? I mean, that's what Willow says. I hate that. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it sort of just calls back to Willow's conversation, but it's also not something that Buffy was there for. So right. yeah, full on prophecy dreams. Yeah, because Buffy knows nothing about that. Unless Willow told mm-hmm. her about it, which it was pretty That'd adorable. That'd be a strange conversation know. to try to relate. If I was Willow, I'd be talking about how Oz was saying something about animal crackers and pants. <laughs> He was also saying that all monkeys are French. Right. Yeah. He's, he's not wrong. So in this prophecy dream, we have the main, the crux of it really is that Drew dusts Angel right in front of Buffy. Right. So first, Joyce is like kicking it in the bronze. Oh, yeah. And then she breaks a plate. How do we feel about olds in the bronze? Oh, we feel bad about it. Yeah, that's how I feel. Okay, good. Joyce being in the bronze, for some reason, weirds me out less than Giles. Okay, yeah, less is fine. I agree with less, but she's still an old in the bronze. We can't, we can't have that. Right? No, it's so, it's wrong on every level, other than uh-huh. slightly better than Giles. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Drew, yeah, Drew dusts Angel. His, did you notice that when he gets dusted, his ring kind of falls off? No. Yeah, so because he's wearing his Clotta ring, which mm. is going to be a thing, and it like falls off of his finger and stays as a ring as he turns to dust, which we've had a lot of conversations about clothing (laughs) and other items not being dusted and what is turning to dust. Drumsticks don't in this episode. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. (laughs) Hmm. So yeah, that's our cold open is just prophecy dreams. Does does Drusilla say happy birthday, Buffy? 
I think so. I think so. I've just got that it was hashtag cold and hashtag harsh. It was. It was both of mm-hmm. those things. Oh, uh, I just, I'm going to go on and on about how great Drusilla is in this episode. She is amazing. She's on fire, Dave. She's on fire. Because last we saw her, she was covered in rubble. Yep. And presumed dead by the Scoobies. And now she is back. She's full of strength. Actually, I guess last we saw her, she was carrying Spike. Right. Having been restored to health. So we and already have yeah, this she information. Is yeah. Great. So after Prophecy Dream and our cold open is done, Buffy's like, hey, Angel, I'm really concerned about you. I'm going to go over to your house and check on you. And this is reasonable. Like, she's had dreams that have come true before. And this was, it felt really real to her, it seems like. And it felt Mm -hmm. different than other dreams that she normally has. Uh, What's Angel wearing, Dave? Um, So I don't normally (laughs) answer the door shirtless. (laughs) Just as a rule? <laughs> to be fair, he is wearing a necklace. So it's not like he's naked. <laughs> he's also wearing pants. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, so I don't normally do this. Then again, I don't have Angel's body. And maybe if I did, I'd be like, eh, whatever. And like, if he's about to go to sleep, why didn't he take his necklace off? It doesn't matter. <laughs> Yeah, I love how he just casually opens the door, like, not knowing who it is, shirtless. And then he's like, oh, Buffy, yeah, you can come in. That's fine. (laughs) I'll put a shirt on now, slowly. Yeah, so, I mean, they decide now to worry about whether or not Drew might be alive. Maybe they should have done that when she was buried under that pile of rubble, but that's... Neither here Angel is so sure that Drew is dead, that Drew and Spike are gone. And you're like, that's not accurate <laughs> he should know better he you should know? know so much better like they're vampires he's a vampire he knows about vampires and then the rest of the scene is just telling us that angel and buffy are in love and want to hey, bang did you know that angel and buffy are in love and want to bang they want to bang and are in love those mm-hmm. are the things i learned buffy's wearing a fuck ton of rings <laughs> she's got like a ring per finger dave i'm not even being Fuck, how did i not notice god damn it <laughs> at one point they're like making out and she puts her hands on his back and she's like rings <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh but that yeah, seems accurate instead of banging she goes to school so right man this show is really weird about relationships or i guess mostly about buffy and angel's relationship Because they have, like, the people aren't sure if they're dating. Right. There's a really big thing about them sleeping together. And, man, it comes off as a bit prudish to me, I guess, or just not practical. So, in my mind, the conversation that Buffy and Willow have isn't like they're shaming the fact that Buffy is considering having sex with Angel. Like, No, no, not at all. She's in high school and has never had sex before. So like, this is a big decision for her. Mm. And I think that the conversation she has with Willow about it is pretty reasonable for like a 16 slash 17 year old girl. Yeah, no, that's fully reasonable. And especially considering she is 17, the fact that she's got a 240 year old boyfriend who, mm, mm, (laughs) still not happy about that. Hey, let's never Just, bring up his age again. I'm sure the show won't. Right. Yeah, no, that would be crazy. <laughs> okay, two, just two two things. Uh, Buffy has super white boots on that I'm pretty sure match her coat exactly. They're like leather boots, leather <gasps> coat. It's all great. And you can't have possibly missed Willow's, Willow's hat. hat. Yes. Holy God, <laughs> what is happening? I think she has this hat in multiple colors. This style of hat was at, was popular at one time. 
It might be called a bucket hat. I don't know if I've made that up. No, bucket hat is different. Maybe it's different. Because bucket hat has like a wider brim on it. Maybe. It's very purple and maybe made of felt. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. It rides real low on the head. And while she's trying to have serious conversations with both Buffy about relationship at Trubs with Angel and Oz about possibly going out, maybe, it's just so distracting because it's right there and like almost covering her eyes. Yeah, it's, it is it is riding very low and it's just so purple. That, it's so purple. Like, I, if it was a different color, maybe it wouldn't be quite so distracting, <laughs> but it's, you can't look at anything else. I swear she has a blue one of these, and it was seen very briefly. We've seen her wearing either this or a very similar hat before. Mm-hmm. Right? So uh, then Willow does see Oz. Mm-hmm. It's all super adorable. and she, It's amazing. She's worried about how old he is, Dave. He's a senior <laughs> after all. <laughs> uh, yeah, they mentioned that Angel's <sighs> super old. Again. Willow actually has a deep cut back to episode one of Buffy. When she says that Buffy once told her to seize the day or some, or Buffy tell, I don't know, some, something about Buffy telling Willow to seize the day. Because that's from uh, the robot episode, right? No, that's Welcome to the Hellmouth. Is that it is really? the very first episode. Yeah. When does she tell her that? Just before they go to the bronze or in the oh, bronze or something. Right. She gets in trouble with the vampire. Right. Yeah. yeah. She goes off with the vampire and that goes terribly. See, I thought but she was getting in trouble with a robot, but no. Vampire. No, right, 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 right. Different thing. Yeah. I really enjoy Oz and Willow talking more than just the superficial kiss, kiss, kiss thing that I've got written down. Of course you do. (laughs) Um, But they're just so cute. They're so cute. Oz has a really great line. I'm going to ask you out, but I'm really nervous. And then she's like, it'll go well. You can ask me out. It's going to be great. She's like, if it helps, I'm going to say yes. And then she just stone cold rejects him when he asks her. Do you want to go out with me tomorrow night? Oh, I can't. Uh, Well, see, I like that you're unpredictable. She doesn't mean to. She forgets that that she has plans the next day. (laughs) And he's kind of... But you know what, Dave? He fucking takes it in stride because he's Oz and he takes things in stride. He takes it so well. Holy God. He just loves that she's unpredictable. (laughs) Man, that look that he gives her when she says hi and like he realizes that it's her just melted my fucking heart, Dave. It was so cute. Oh my God. I'm kind of a bigger fan of the look that he gives her when she says no, that she can't go out with him. Because that's just like, it's all wait, amazing. I'm confused. Right. But so she asks Oz uh, if he'd like to be her date to Buffy's party. Because mm-hmm. Buffy's having a birthday party. Because right. it's Buffy's birthday. Surprise. We may not have mentioned that yet. Woo, surprise. Surprise, motherfucker. They, they like to put these Willow Oz, Xander Cordelia scenes back to back. I think it works really well. It I'm does. I'm happy throughout both. Because we want to see both. And it's... We're getting something very different from both of it's them. It's a solid contrast. Oh, that's yeah. That's damn sure. Oh, yeah. Cordy's pissed about having to cook for the party, Dave. <laughs> she has to pick up <laughs> chips and dip. <laughs> Xander's pissed that they're not officially dating. And Cordy's just super ashamed to be even seen with him. So, yeah, obviously. It's interesting, too, because initially that was his stance as well. Like, they yeah. were both like, ew, let's not tell anyone. And now he's kind of like, okay, guys, like, let's just... Let's just tell some people. And she she has no interest whatsoever in letting anyone know. Because in theory, she's still very popular. I'm not sure. <laughs> we have not seen Harmony in ages. Sure haven't. 
Like, this season, I don't think we've seen her once. Apparently, she filmed scenes for this episode that were cut for time. Wow, that's unfortunate for her. Uh, surely girl. she still got paid, though, right? Poor Mercedes. Have, yeah. Xander meets up with Giles and Buffy and has a really gross line about birthday spankings for Buffy. Because we missed gross, creepy Xander, right? So I didn't like this line. I kind of forgave it because, I, I, yeah, I didn't want to harp on it too much just because we've been trying to be better about being positive about Xander, but... He's so good, generally. I really like him. There are a couple things where I'm like, no, dude, you still gotta just get a lot better. A filter of any kind. Yeah, that'd, yeah. Be, that'd be great. I was surprised briefly in this scene when J. Cal was kicking it with them again. And mm. then I remembered her shooting Giles with that crossbow. And I was like, right. <laughs> That's, yeah. we're cool no, They now. definitely made up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she got taken over by a demon. She shot him with a crossbow and now we're square. Yeah, even Stevens. Because it was kind of his fault. You know, that she got the demon thing. In a way. Roundabout way. Yeah. Very roundabout way. <laughs> That's pretty much it for that scene. Nothing. What, like, what happens in that scene? Nothing. Nothing. Vampire package delivery. Glasses McVampire is still around. Good for nerd him. Alert. <laughs> God, what a fucking nerd. Didn't he get a name last time? Probably. I feel it's like... like Donald or something. Yeah, sure. Donnie. Uh... Oh, I don't like that. Forget it, Donnie. You're out of your element. <laughs> but yeah, he's that's got exactly a, who he is. <laughs> he's he's got a nice package for the nice party that Drew is throwing. Oh, multiple parties, amazing! Mm-hmm. I love it when multiple parties are happening. Good times yeah. all around. He has this thing. We see Spike. Spike's Ooh. in a wheelchair and he's all scarred up. He's all oh. burnt and pissed. He's real bitter about this whole wheelchair <laughs> business, which don't blame him at all for. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, pretty weak. The roles are reversed for sure. And yeah, they're planning some sort of celebration. We're not sure what, but we've got like some vamps doing some decoration for the celebration. <laughs> Drew goes... <laughs> Full cray about how the flowers are wrong. These flowers are wrong. They're all wrong. I can't abide them. Let's try something different with the flowers then. So yeah, if you had ever wondered if perhaps her weakness was making her extra crazy. In fact, <laughs> no, Dave. The opposite. It was making her more normal. <laughs> The flowers are wrong, Dave. She she hates the flowers and somebody needs to fix them, okay? Did you see her Drusilla's arms? arms. Oh Holy my god! Shit. I want your abs. Oh, they are like Buffy stunt double. They're so level. toned. Holy They're crap. So good, Dave. And I she just them. rips the shit out of these decorations with her arms looking amazing. Amazing. Her arms Holy are so fuck. Damn, yeah. yeah. She's just killing it in this scene. So by now in the episode, I'm a bit bored, I guess, because we're like a third of the way through. Not much has happened. They're planning some parties. So I've just got a ranking of my favorite to least favorite relationships in the show. Great, good. Oz and Willow is at the top, no, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Followed by Xander and Cordy. Yep. Giles and J.Cal and Drew and Spike are sort of interchangeable, but those are three and four. Mm, that's uh, fair. I think I like Giles and J.Cal better. And then Angel and Buffy are down at the bottom just because I don't really care about either of those people yeah well separately i care about them i think together yeah. no not so much yeah, yeah. <gasps> mm. what's our next scene michaela is it super ridiculous 
Oh, Dave, I knew you didn't remember this. I was, or I was Not pretty sure you didn't. Even slightly. And I, I was watching it, and I'm like, what the fuck is Dave going to think of this? <laughs> well, <laughs> okay, briefly. I have this scene titled in my notes, J. Cal and Creepy Transylvanian. Yeah, good, yep. Pretty accurate. <laughs> the, there's just a guy in the computer lab. Creepy Transylvanian, he's got, like, a floppy hat. His hat's amazing. A three-piece suit with mm-hmm. a pocket watch. <laughs> some sort of tie. And he's berating J-Cal for something. <laughs> this what, brings Dave? us into our first segment of it, the evening. Never go full gypsy. Everybody knows you never go full retard. What do you mean? Check it out. Dustin Hoffman, Rayman, look retarded, act retarded. Not retarded. Cat two picks, cheated cards. Autistic. Show. Not retarded. You got Tom Hanks, Forrest Gump. Slow, yes, retarded maybe. Braces on his legs. But he charmed the pants off next to him and he won a ping pong competition. That ain't retarded. And he was a goddamn war hero. Right. You know any retarded war heroes? <laughs> oh, God. I was really hoping that this segment was going to be, she's a what? He's 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 a what? You what? He's a what? She's a what? He's a what? She's a what? There's a what? He's a what? She's a what? He's a music man. (laughs) Sadly, no, (laughs) but it also works. (laughs) This is why, why? I know you set up that Angel was gypsy cursed into having a soul. Why do you double down on that? Okay, Dave. How does that make sense? And why do you say that J. Cal is a gypsy girl who is part of the clan that Angel wronged? What? There's a reason, okay? There is a plan, I promise you. It is not going to become clear in this episode, or perhaps the (laughs) next episode, but eventually... Eventually, it's going to come together. Now, I do wonder to myself when they decided, hey, she kind of looks like she could have a crazy gypsy backstory. (laughs) Because it wasn't originally planned this way. There's no way. It was not. This was an ass pull that happened later when they were like Jenny Calendar, more like Janiovich Kalendrowski (laughs) or something. Yana of the... (laughs) Oh, it's something like, it is something like Calendish or like <laughs> her clan, her gypsy uh, clan, Dave. She's part of a gypsy clan. Why would you double down on this? There's a reason, I promise. Oh my God. Yeah. So this guy's her uncle, apparently. I Like, I cannot take the show seriously. Right. Whenever <laughs> any of this stuff gets written, the, it just goes completely out the window for me because you're talking about... Gypsy curses. Just like the gypsy woman said. And, I mean, we're saying gypsy a lot. That's not, like, a good term. Absolutely not. People don't generally like to be referred to as gypsies. The Romani people would generally call each other of the Romani. Yeah. (laughs) I think not (laughs) gypsies. We've said gypsy too many times to back out now. (laughs) Oh, and, I mean, it's what the show's saying every goddamn time. So, uh, okay, let's, let's just... Accept this at face value for now, and we'll talk about it more uh, later. It's kind of interesting to think that her purpose in Sunnydale is basically to seek vengeance on Drusilla's behalf. And, like, now Drusilla is there, too. What do you mean, Drusilla? That's the crazy girl that she's the gypsy. Oh. Yeah. Drusilla and J. Cal are related? I guess technically. 
Oh, I didn't actually pick up on that. Yeah, because Drusilla is the girl that Angel tortured and made crazy and killed all of her family. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, yeah, apparently, according to Crazy Hat Man, (laughs) J. Cal is kicking it in the sunny D to make sure that Angel suffers forever. Right. Buffy is kind of getting in the way of that. So they're basically like, deal with this somehow. Yeah. Did you love the forced exposition in this scene, Dave? Holy God. I bet you really hated it. It's so weird, though. It's all weird. (laughs) It's so bizarre. Oh, man. Such good writing from Buffy. This scene. (laughs) Yeah, that scene just like stands out against everything else. It's jarring. It's so jarring. It really feels very much like this is the kind of thing that if it had been the plan from the beginning, there would have maybe been little hints. Yeah. This is the kind of thing you need to foreshadow. You can't just drop this on people. This is the first we've heard about it. And it very well may be that at the 12th episode, they were like, oh, shit, we need a gypsy character. (laughs) Uh, J.Cal's not doing much right now, right? Yeah. (gasps) Holy God. Okay. Well, so bad things are happening. Buffy's worried about her prophecy dream about Angel. But Mm -hmm. Giles is like, you know what? Buffy still deserves to have a party. Right. Because he's a good dad character. Is Willow wearing a normal sweater in this scene? Of course not. Willow (laughs) rarely wears normal sweaters. She's lost the hat, but she does have a dog sweater on. Yeah. Always with the sweaters. Those California sweaters, you know? (laughs) It was the 90s, Michaela. Of course they had sweaters. I know. They had to be warm because it was colder then because global warming is real. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) I love that explanation. I didn't know where that sentence was going until I got there. It snows in Sunnydale at some point. Maybe. Who remembers? Anyways. I uh, do. I do. (laughs) We'll see. And there's Buffy and Angel walking (laughs) in the snow. (laughs) No, that's a thing that happens. Maybe. Not this episode, though. That'd be weird. (laughs) They'd be really for no reason at all. We don't need more of those scenes. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So surprise party's still going to happen. Yes. Buffy comes to the school to meet Giles, and then J. Cal is there acting suspicious as fuck. (laughs) She's being so helpful. And, like, this scene is so much more downplayed than the scene before it with J. Cal. Yeah. But that just colors the entire thing. Oh, of course. Because you're supposed to think she's going to try to murder Buffy because her creepy uncle told her to make sure Angel isn't happy. Right. Maybe not murder Buffy, but do something to Buffy. Yeah, waylay her or turn her against Angel in some way. That's definitely going to happen. J.Cal is like, oh, everyone's gone uh, and the plans have changed. I need to drive you to a place. Like, don't accept rides with strangers, Buster. <laughs> Come on, man. You know, J.Cal's car is looking just as old as the G-Mobile. <laughs> like, why are these people driving these cars? And that's just impressive, really. <laughs> so... As J. Cal is driving Buffy to the surprise party, right? Like, yeah, 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 at the yeah. bronze. Right, and Buffy's more or less figuring things out at this point. She sees, Buffy sees, some vampires just stealing a bunch of shit. <sighs> so they have a truck, or they're stealing from a truck. I'm not really sure. But they mm-hmm. have a suspicious-looking box that they appear to be mm-hmm. stealing. Yeah. It's unclear why this is happening beside the bronze. <laughs> <laughs> like, right beside. There's, like, yeah. Feet away from where all the Scoobies are. Yeah, so she interrupts this 
heist, the heist of the century. And they were definitely loading things into the truck because a vampire gets out of it at one point to That's fight Buffy. True, yeah. She kills a bunch of them. Whatever. Glasses uh, vampire gets away, as always. Oh, uh, again. Oh, my well, he's, God. He's Just, not a fighter, Dave. He's a runner. He is. Yeah. That's true. He is a nerd and would not be good in the fighting. No. <laughs> I really enjoy the scene of Buffy kicking some ass, especially as she bursts through the window of the bronze and then stakes a vamp with a drumstick. <laughs> and everyone's just there waiting for her. <laughs> Cordelia pops out. Oh. Surprise! Surprise, motherfucker. Cordelia looks amazing. Holy God, right? She looks so good. It's that color. I'm telling you, Dave, she should only ever wear that color. Yeah, it's a nice red on Cordelia. It's like a nice oh kind of crisscrossy shirt. She got some sweet early 2000s hair happening. Oh, it's great. Hey, but Michaela, does everyone know at this point that Buffy's the vampire slayer? So Willow has invited Oz. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, Buffy stakes the vampire. Everyone else, of course, acts like this is normal. He's making like a <laughs> what's going on face. <laughs> and then he has a pretty great so, line. So adorable uh, and confused. Just like, hey, did everybody see that guy just turn to dust? And Willow's like, oh, yeah, right. So vampires are real. And you know what Oz does, Dave? He, he just rolls, rolls with, with it. it. Yeah, because he's No, Oz. but it's Xander. Xander who leaves Oz with, like, the hastiest explanation <laughs> ever of vampires are real, Buffy's the vampire slayer, Willow will fill you in on the rest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, it's amazing. They're That's the Xander that I love. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They give zero shits. Like, this zero is a shits. normal day. And, like, at this point, so many people know about Buffy. They're like, eh, what's one more guy? <laughs> Right. I also love that Oz is just like, you know, that explains a lot. <laughs> yep. And he moves on with his life. Yeah. No big deal. Uh, they find J-Cal brings in the box that they were trying to steal because Glasses McNerd vampire didn't get away with that. Oh, that, he couldn't run fast enough if he was carrying something. Oh, hell no. He is. He's actually in shape. I don't know. But he's Probably. a vampire. So yeah. it's kind of a given. But what's in the box, Michaela? Oh, what's in the box? Not taking, give me the what's gun. in the fucking box? The... It's a spooky strangling arm. <laughs> Just an arm? Yeah. My goodness. It's pretty spooky. And it chokes the shit out of Buffy. Yep. And then uh, Angel and Giles have an exposition party about <laughs> the arm. <laughs> okay, so this uh, arm is part of a demon called the Judge. My name is Judge. Who cannot be killed. He was dismembered. And packed into a bunch of different boxes and then buried in the corners of the earth. But he can, like, bring about Armageddon and he's super bad news. Feels like our apocalypse count is at three. Yeah, this is getting really tense, actually. And especially later in the episode, I was, I don't know, tensing up for sure. This is a serious threat. Giles and Angel are clearly really freaked out about this judge guy. My name is Judge. He's super bad mm -hmm. news. And Jake Hal's immediate thought is like, oh, Angel, you need to take this arm as far away as you possibly can. <laughs> oh my God, I love it. She's so helpful. <laughs> suggesting like, oh, Angel's got to take it. He's got to leave. He has to go on a ship to farthest Asia. He has to get out of here as quickly as possible and must go alone. I'll drive him down to the docks. <laughs> No, she is, like, forcing this to happen. Angel's like, mm, she makes a good point. Let's do exactly that right now. Buffy hates this idea because, you know, she is into Angel and doesn't want him to leave for years. And, like, it's her boyfriend leaving on her birthday again for years. 
Yeah, he can't take a plane that would be very problematic with sunlight and stuff. And yeah, like ship makes sense. And of course, there are so many ships leaving from the Sunnydale Harbor for Asia that there's (laughs) bound to be one leaving immediately, right? Does it make sense to go straight to the docks or would it be better to throw them off the trail by taking a car out of town? (laughs) J-Cal's got this super good plan that involves getting Angel out of here as quickly as possible, so they're going to go with it. Now, Michaela, wouldn't it be helpful in, like, face of Armageddon if there was another Slayer somewhere that they could, like, (laughs) call in to help deal with this shit? You might even say that the Judge... My name is Judge. ...is a dark power who is potentially (laughs) rising in Sunnydale. (gasps) Yes, Mm. some might say that. Some, yeah. Not us. (laughs) We're not saying that. Forget about Pendra for now, Dave. No, no, what the fuck? (laughs) This is just such lazy writing. You're always bringing Kendra up like she's so relevant. (laughs) She's a slayer. She's the chosen one. She was chosen to perform her sacred duty of killing vampires. That's what she does. (sighs) Well, presumably she's doing that elsewhere. Yeah, maybe shit's actually going worse in... Who knows? It could be. You don't know. You know, (laughs) if I was Angel and I had this spooky arm and I was going to take a ship to Asia, wouldn't like dropping it in the middle of the Pacific Ocean way Uh, down be like the thing you want to do? Yeah. Like corner of the earth. Hell yeah. Like who's going to fucking get it from there? Yeah. Mariana's trench that shit. Yeah. Anyways, like why didn't they do that in the first place? Probably because it was a long time ago and they didn't know about the Mariana's trench. I've answered my own question. (laughs) Let's move on to the next scene. Drew is super mad at Drew, at Nerd Alert. She is pissed at Glasses McVampire. <gasps> really not liking the fact that he lost her birthday present. Or just present. A present. And, and so she, she takes his glasses off and squooshes them under her shoe. <laughs> and then says that she's going to what? Blow, Blow the, candles. the candles. Yeah. yeah. Those are his eyes that she's going to stab with her fingers. <laughs> and this brings us into our second segment. Ooh. You're the master now, dog. Yes! Yes! You're the man now, dog! (laughs) Was that Sean Connery that I heard there? That was, yeah, that was Sean Connery. Great. He stepped into the room for a moment, but oh, oh, bye, Sean. He's gone now, sadly. Yeah. He's your neighbor, right? That's yeah, yeah. That's why he's so close at hand. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us what happens in "You're the Master Now, Dog"? Uh, the master was all about threatening his vampire people, and now Drew's doing it. Yeah, you're on the right track. Okay. It's it's all of the ways that Drusilla is taking the narrative role of the master and mm-hmm. being like the big bad vampire of the season, doing the same thing where she's gathering vampires around her and sending them out to do her bidding. Because you can't have vamp- like the head vampire always going to the hero and getting defeated, right? That's what happens to Spike, and that's badass decay. I think, yeah, that is that is why Spike is having the badass decay already, I think. Mm-hmm. And Drew is just straight up much scarier than Spike. Yeah. Because you really do she's believe terrifying. that, yeah, she, she'll do whatever the fuck she wants because she's crazy. Right, fully crazy. But yeah, she's threatening to poke at this guy's eyeballs. Do you remember when the master actually popped out a guy's eyeball? Did he? Like he, yeah, he stuck his fingernail into a guy's eyeball and pulled it out. Right. And then he was like, whoops. So there's just a difference in charisma, really, because I am frightened of Drusilla. But the master was always sort of jovial, to me at least. Because the master doesn't come off as crazy. 
No. He just comes off as being pretty pumped to be a vampire and mm-hmm. hyped about the apocalypse. Yeah. And trying to get out of his, his little vamp master. Oh, no. No, no. The masturbatorium. Nope. Yeah, he wants to leave the masturbatorium. Because oh. he's trapped there in his batorium. <laughs> the masturbatorium. <laughs> I'll be in my bunk. Halfway through my sentence, I realized <laughs> where I was going. And I didn't, I didn't want to go there. But here we are again. Bringing it back. I'm glad. So maybe uh, yeah. part of the fact that he's he's trapped takes away some of his scariness as well. I think it's, for me, a large part of it is that he doesn't seem angry ever. No, that's true. He's just, he's been when alive he's too long. he's pissed at someone. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't really show. Whereas Drusilla gets fully crazy very quickly <laughs> at flowers, at someone dropping her present. Like... She is just off the handle. The handle is nowhere near her, and it's great. I really like her, and I think I really prefer her to the master. She's probably my favorite vampire. Yeah. Like, by far. So far. Yeah. So far for me. Yeah, so uh, Spike is now the voice of reason, (laughs) now that he's all wheelchair-bound, which... That's, that's a pretty nice little reversal as well. Not that she was ever the voice of reason, really. <laughs> no. And so he no. kind of convinces her, oh, this guy likes to read. Maybe we need him. And then she's like, okay. And puts his smooshed glasses <laughs> his back. broken glasses back on his face. He just leaves looking shell-shocked. It's good. She, like, pats him on the head. <laughs> she's so crazy. She has such charisma, though. Like, she really does. She has a presence to her. It's amazing. Mm. Angel and Buffy are having a heartfelt goodbye, and there's feelings and things and probably other, I don't know, nonsense. He got her a ring, like his ring. It's like an Irish right. thing. Whatever. Yeah, the Chata ring? <laughs> Clada? Charlie? Clada? Clada. Yeah. C-L-A-D-D-A-G-H, in case you wondered. Barada Nicto? Nicto? <laughs> Clatu Barada Nicto. That's one. Clatu Barada uh, yeah, yeah, it's a special ring. Um, it's got a heart on it, and you got to wear it some way to show you that you're belonging to someone else. You point the heart at you when your heart is taken or whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, instead ah. of, you know, time is of the essence here, but they figure that they should make out for a while. Vampire attack! Surprise, surprise motherfucker! motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, no vampire attack. It's not a surprise, Dave. Nothing about this uh. attack is surprising. <laughs> No. Nerd Alert is back, Glasses McVampire, to, you know, right his wrong. And they have a big fight. There's a bunch of vampires. There's only Buffy and Angel. They don't seem to have many stakes between them. No. Just always have those, man. Or crosses. What happened to crosses? Crosses are OP. You can't hang out with Angel and be carrying a cross Uh. with you. (laughs) (laughs) True. Right, so Buffy gets thrown in the water by one of the vampires. And then Angel does the sensible thing. (laughs) And jumps in after her. He's like, Buffy can't swim? Reasons. What? Like, okay. How hard would it be for the fight choreography to just have both of them getting pushed in the water? So, the only reason I couldn't possibly think that he'd want to jump in after her is if he thinks that she's been knocked out and will therefore drown. Oh, I thought it was entirely just because they wanted to show that he was devoted to her. Like, no, but from a practical standpoint, like, why does... No, I think think his reason got overwhelmed. Oh, okay. And he was just like, Buffy fell down. (sighs) Oh, no, I better go pick her up. 
See, I want to think better of Angel <laughs> that he would be able to keep his head in this situation and think to himself, hey, maybe we shouldn't let them assemble that apocalypse monster. But no, instead he's like, the 16-year-old girl I love is in trouble. Hey, she's 17 right. now. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> Makes it okay. Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. So they get away with the arm because Angel, why don't he just take the fucking arm with him into the water? Again. I, I don't. Doesn't I matter. Don't know. Let's move on. Scoobies are brainstorming about how to save the world. They do a quick round robin to tell each other's parents that they're all staying at each other's houses. <laughs> I love, love Xander's line where he picks up the phones like, Hey, mom? No, no, it, it's Xander. Mom, hi. Xander. Yeah, uh... <laughs> he doesn't... He doesn't have siblings. <laughs> no, no, he doesn't. And I love that. It's just like... He's so forgettable. Oh, that's terrible. Did you not love this line? No. Well, so... I thought it was great. It's so funny. I think it is colored for me more than it is for you. Oh. I don't know if we want to get... Like, later on, we learned that Xander's, like, home life is not amazing. Oh. And, And so I felt that it was colored by that. And that's me putting something on it that it doesn't have yet. Right. So... Yeah, I have mixed there feelings. There might be foreshadowing for it, but Maybe. I thought it was hilarious. Like, in a in a very dark way. Yeah. Because he's talking to his mother. Yeah. He says, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> and she doesn't know that it's her only child. Yeah. <gasps> Buffy's having some more prophecy dreams. Dave, 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 Buffy's wearing her giraffe pants again. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Did you notice? them this time no no i didn't notice her giraffe pants and her single button cardigan dave oh boy she looks great but yeah (laughs) she's having her another prophecy dream because she falls asleep while they're trying to do research about how to i don't know save the world they're trying to figure out if there is a way to defeat the judge my name is judge because no weapon forge can kill him is the whole thing yeah seems like no okay were you really weirded out that angel is researching with them (laughs) like no i i couldn't think of another time that i could imagine this happening (laughs) well he's all about books that right that's why we have our angel giles slash fiction of course and when they had their little exposition party earlier i was oh, like oh man he was all up in there mm-hmm. i guess he's old and he knows stuff though it makes sense like he should be researching with them more often and i think more more than anything i was kind of like hey why is this the first time and perhaps only time i've ever seen this happening because it would really make more sense for him to be there helping with this thing he probably is good at yeah no that's a good point as we get into our prophecy dream Buffy is wearing a white dress again in her dream, which traditionally goes well, would you say? Nope. (laughs) This one's even more bridal than the last one, I would say. It's very bridal. Oh, man. Yeah. We see Drew threatening Angel. And there's a quick shot of J-Cal, like, walking away from Buffy in the creepy vampire party room. Right. And Drew's also wearing a white dress in this. There's a setting that Buffy, I guess, recognizes as somewhere in Sunnydale, and it's clear that this is a vampire party room. Yeah. This is a kukri that uh, Drusilla is holding to Angel's throat, and I think we've seen another one before. And it's like, it's a very specific weapon. <laughs> and I'm surprised we've seen it twice. I think one of the, like, assassins had it. Maybe they had, had the prop? Oh, they probably had the prop. Yeah. And yeah. they're like, this is a pretty cool looking thing. Let's use this. <laughs> this is a knife, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we like knives. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I didn't notice that it was a fancy knife. Oh, it's a fancy knife. Oh, yeah. neato. 
We're into the vamp party. Oh, Drusilla looks amazing. Oh, shit. Hell yeah. Uh, Wheels McGee has <laughs> the last piece of the puzzle. Uh, He's bringing over. Uh, is that insensitive? Uh, it's probably insensitive. You <laughs> 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 might have to cut that. Uh, Spike's bringing over the last piece of the judge. My name is. It is the head. And man, they're just like jigsawing this guy together. This is essentially a two-part episode disguised as not a two-part episode because it has. Right. Yeah. What the hell was that? Yeah, I didn't warn you that this was a two-part no. episode, did I, Dave? <laughs> There's no to be continued at the end. There's no part one in the title. Right. But it is a two-part episode. It's a two-part episode for sure. I thought it was strange that they went with this. Yeah. Wait, is the next one called Reveal? No, the next one is called Innocence. So Surprise and Innocence. Surprise, motherfucker. Oh yeah, obviously those go... Like, what? It just seems weird. It is weird, and and like you were saying at the beginning, when it kind of feels like things are dragging a bit, and that's because we're doing that thing where we're setting everything up this episode so that we can resolve it all next episode. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The fact that we're finishing assembling the judge now feels like, oh, this is happening already? <laughs> yeah, it really does. Yeah. Like, oh, I thought this was going to take longer, but nope, we're we're assembling him. And briefly, I forgot to mention that at the vampire party, there are some like vampire guests. There's some sick music playing. More music. Oh, yeah. Do they have a vampire DJ or a vampire live band? Probably vampire DJ. DJ. Yeah. Yeah. And Drew's dancing around in her sweet blood-colored mm. dress. <laughs> they've got oh. a punch bowl, which is just blood. <laughs> yep. Maybe they've put other things in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It's spiked the blood? Yeah. with Because Spike drinks alcohol in later yep. seasons. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. They must After like... After they do PSAs about not drinking alcohol. Liquor? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> The, the judge is all assembled. My name is Judge. It's the guy who played Luke in season one. Oh, yep. <laughs> and we get into our last segment of the evening. Woo! Luke who's back. And now you're back. You don't get to get me back. Who do you think you are? Running around leaving scars. Collecting your charm. so good it took me took me a little while to realize that it was the same guy i didn't think he was coming until season three i think i'm just bad with memory but yeah luke's back and he's playing the judge my name is and man he's a pretty recognizable face even under a lot of makeup and his voice is incredibly recognizable (laughs) yeah like more so than the face you could you could maybe assume people weren't gonna realize but yeah, no, his voice is, you're not getting past that. He's not even trying to do a different voice. So if you don't know, listeners, Luke was one of the main vampires in the first two episodes of Buffy ever. So welcome to the Hellmouth and the Harvest. And then got staked there and is dead now. But his actor's back. Woo! And you know why, Dave? Because they already had his face mold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actual reason. Actual I love reason. it. He has a good stage presence, though. Oh, he does. He he definitely... And he's a big guy, which helps. Mm-hmm. So the judge... Judge. He's a spooky guy. 
He can burn the humanity out of someone. Literally can burn the humanity. By touching them. Yeah. He initially is going after Spike and Drew because Mm -hmm. he's like, you guys are disgusting. You have affection and jealousy and it's gross. Spike's like, yeah, what of it, mate? I'm like, yes. (laughs) He's like, we put you back together, son. Don't you come after us. (laughs) I love that that works. (laughs) Yeah, it works really easily, and but it helps too that Glasses McVampire, the mm. disgusting reader, is there. <laughs> Demons don't read, which may explain some things about their behavior. Yep, it sure <sighs> might. And how stupid they are. But yeah, Judge is sniffing around at Glasses McVampire, touches him, and burns the shit out of him. He dead. He gone. Yeah, he gone. Drusilla's loving it. Oh, yeah. Because she wants the end of the world. and for whatever reason. Well, you know, vampires will reign, right? Again, though, see, this is the thing. This whole (laughs) kill all humans thing, they eat humans. (laughs) Like, let's say I was a bending unit, Dave. (laughs) Okay. And I wanted to kill all humans. Humans wouldn't be my food. But when I'm a vampire, we've talked about this exact thing before. (laughs) Yeah, because vampires get hungry, right? Right? What are they going to eat? I guess pigs. I don't know. (laughs) Seems less satisfying. So Spike is a little bit disappointed that the judge has to touch G. McVie to Mm -hmm. burn him up. (laughs) He's like, I thought Uh, you mm. could do that from a distance, bud. And the judge Judge. is like, yo, I've been in six pieces for a long time. Let me get my (laughs) shit back together, okay? Right. Buffy knows where the judge is. My name is Judge. So she and Angel go to the factory where he's at. I don't know. But they get caught. Is this the factory where, like, AO was kicking it? It has to be. Because that at least would explain why Buffy knows where it is. And, like, why she's been there before. Because that was where they had the master bones. Right. I was very confused about where this was. And then AO was chilling there. And then Spike Spike and Drew Drew show up. They burn up AO and they move in. And then they Mm -hmm. got this. The table, I think, really changes how the room looks. Mm -hmm. But I think that's why Buffy knows where it is. I think it's actually logical. So they get caught, Buffy and Angel. Immediately. Oh, so, so fast. Like, uh, the judge clearly the name is. Judge has just human looks senses. Up and sees them. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. But, and that's can fine. Smell their filth. Like, I'm, I'm totally on board for that. But then they're surrounded by vampires immediately. <laughs> How? Where uh, did they come from? <laughs> they're at the party. It was a sick party, bro. Yeah, I guess. They break a hole through the floor somehow without getting touched by the judge. Judge. Right. So they, they're like, oh, kill the Slayer. Why would they waste perfectly good Slayer blood by burning her up? There's like 17 of them. They can't take one Slayer. And like, she is restrained. Yeah. Like, she can't get away from them. Burn the shit out of Angel and then put Buffy's blood in that punch bowl. <laughs> it's such weird monologuing. Yeah. Right. There's some TVs. There's like a big thing what? of TVs. How do they break a floor, a hole in the floor? TVs, It's a big thing of TVs that they drop on the floor, and then there's like a crack in foot-thick concrete. Concrete, yeah. In concrete. Man, we're forgetting, though, the 90s had those heavy TVs, right? They were bigger. (sighs) Yep. Pretty heavy. That probably makes sense. But yeah, into the sewers they go. 
and then out into the rain. It's fucking pouring. It is very pouring. They go to Angel's place because that seems safe. He should have like a safe house that no one else knows about by this point. You'd think he would. Like That would be such a good idea. He's been alive so long. He could have multiple mm. houses very easily. Yeah, really easily. Uh, Buffy's cold and wet. And this is where Angel goes, You're wet. Allow me to dry you off. With my pants! <laughs> They're all wet and sexy and wounded. It's not good, <laughs> yeah, Dave. Buffy's got a scratch on her back. She doesn't, uh, though. Yeah, she does. Well, it's closed. <laughs> it's closed, yeah. But yeah, they're they're getting all close together, and Angel loves Buffy, and yeah, then we, you know, cue the train entering tunnel, oil Derek, and all right, the so other stuff. As as they're about to do this, Angel's kind of like, maybe we shouldn't, and that's just thrown out the window. <laughs> but like, you know what, Dave? Because he wants to. Well, he does, but he knows he knows some things that oh. that like. He maybe should be taking into consideration here, <laughs> and not purely from like a teenagers having sex PSA yeah. kind of thing. Like, uh, I'm pretty sure he knows what his own fucking curse is. <laughs> you know? Uh, man, yeah, it's the worst case of not showing self restraint I've ever seen. Especially since, again, she's 17. Then cut to Angel waking up mm-hmm. and freaking Panicking. out. He's yeah. in his underwear. Yeah, great. He dashes to the door, grabbing some clothes as he goes, and makes it outside fully dressed. Somehow. He's, <laughs> just, I just imagine him like putting his pants on really panicky. Screaming as he's like hopping down the stairs, putting his pants on one leg at a time. Buffy! Oh, fucking pants. Buffy! Oh, wait, shirt. No, fuck. But, uh, coat. Gotta get the... Okay, I'm outside now. So he gets outside. He falls on the ground. He's still screaming and yelling Buffy. Buffy has no idea that any of this has happened. No, she very asleep. And episode end. <laughs> what? What do you mean the episode's done? That can't be it. There's no... Could to be continued? There's no part one on the episode title? What the... They're clearly going to continue this, Dave. Yeah, it's just weird that this isn't done as an explicit two-parter, I guess. I guess you don't need to. I don't know. Basically, It's... Who decides what's a two-parter and what's not? The show writers, I think. This is just as much of a two-parter as What's My Line was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, the arc, we're clearly kind of halfway Halfway through through that arc. (laughs) Oh, because the judge has been roused. My name is Judge. Yep. Angel has something bad happening to him. We're not sure what. We're setting up the pegs. <laughs> yeah. What other things do we have set up? Those are the two main things. Oh, J-Cal. Right. J-Cal. J-Cal stuff. Yeah. Right. But that might be an arc thing rather than a to-be-continued thing. Technically, we don't know what's wrong with Angel. No. I'm, I'm pretty sure know? that you do know. Mm. I know that I know, <laughs> but let's just not talk about it. Okay. We'll get there next time. Because we're going to get there next time. Yeah, so, uh, like, overall, what was your... How did you feel about this episode? I enjoyed it. I thought it was very slow, and then when we hit the end, I was kind of pissed. But then I realized why it had all felt very slow. Yeah, like, it's justified. Comparing this episode to something like Bad Eggs. (laughs) Because that was last episode, right? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, night and... Right, because even though it it does take a while, like, to get things going, like, the pacing is slow. I mean, you've got Drusilla scenes. 
and you got Spike there, so we're gonna have yeah. a good time. You've mm-hmm. got Buffy having a prophecy dream. There's real stakes. There's a scary guy. There's even a bit of Joyce for like a oh. prophecy dream and one scene. Yep, a little bit of Joyce. <sighs> yeah, we get both of the good couples yep. right in there a fair bit. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed it. How do you feel about this episode, Michaela? It's, I think, so the next episode is one of my favorite episodes, for sure. Mm. So I know, and I know that we're like on the upswing now. Mm -hmm. And to me, this episode is setting up kind of the rest of the season for me. Like everything I want from the rest of the season needs this episode. And so it really, it was really hard for me to stop watching. (laughs) I'm going to be honest with you. Right? Like, I, I I feel so cheated not having seen the other half when we're talking about this, because every other time we've done a two-parter, you just we've watched we, them both. Yeah, we blaze right on through. And now I've just got this hellish week where I don't know what's happening, and I'm forgetting some of the things that did happen. <laughs> but I think that's hmm. more, that's more hmm. pure, because... <laughs> Everyone who watched this had to wait yeah. for that week, right? When they watched mm-hmm. it, when it aired. No, for sure. Huh. Looking forward to next episode. Briefly, what is next episode? It's called Innocence. Uh, mm-hmm. The question mark thing that's happening to Angel will be revealed, Dave, <laughs> and will have implications. <laughs> and oh, uh, I'm sorry. Could you make that a bit more vague? I think that was too spoilery for all of our listeners. We'll have to cut it. Dave, come on. If I tell you, you know, I know that you know. I'm not going to tell you. But if I, I do know. tell you, I'm literally just telling you what they're going to reveal at the beginning of the episode. But that's the beginning. That's the whole point. Does anything else cool happen in it? They fight the judge. My name is. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. The judge. They fight the judge. Judge. And Angel loses his soul. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Is that what you wanted me to say? And it's going to be fucking amazing. Oh, I'm so excited. (laughs) I love evil Angel so much, Dave. (sighs) He just... David Boreanaz is, is a good actor, mm-hmm. and up to this point, I really feel like they haven't given him that much to do, right? He has been given zero time to shine and zero space to explore. Like, he's, he's he shows up, he's cryptic, and he broods. <laughs> he is the most useless person. Holy God. And I so I think we've seen all of this, what I like to call Angie, which <laughs> I don't know if that's offensive, but that's what we've been doing. Mm-hmm. And now he's going to become Angel- and I think the setup of him being this, like, docile... I mean, he fights, sure, but generally kind of boring character. Mm-hmm. And what it's going to become and what they're going to give him to do. Oh, I'm okay. so excited. <laughs> All right. I'm looking forward to it. What was your favorite outfit from draft this pants. episode? <laughs> it's always going to be draft pants. That's a silly question. I mean, I was very much into Cordelia's... So just to briefly describe her hair, it's sort of like... like I don't want to call them cornrows, but they're like kind of rows of hair that are held with small clips, mm. like on the top of her head. And then the rest of it's very straight. And that to me is a very like early 2000s hairstyle. Mm-hmm. So we're starting to move into that. And like, just, she just looks so good in that shirt. Mm. But it doesn't beat giraffe pants. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, nothing can. Yeah. Well, that is, I believe, it for us here at Welcome to the Hellmouth this week. If you'd like to get in contact with us, you can reach out on email. That's bianvanu.hellmouth at gmail.com. Or the Reddit, that's reddit.buffy.com. Or you can always reach us on Google+, the wonderfully popular social network. (laughs) I am at plus-sized Dave. (laughs) Michaela? 
makes you sound man people don't really look like dave now they're gonna have all these ideas I'm a big guy the, yeah but that what does that mean that could mean anything <laughs> tall <laughs> i am at nonplussed michaela very nice mm. and briefly let me say fuck i forgot to mention jesse again this episode but if they're bringing back luke they should definitely bring back jesse <laughs> mm, he could be great okay anyway <laughs> that's it for us team jesse <laughs> and until next time farewell, farewell from, from the, the hellmouth hell Hellmouth. Hellmouth. Hellmouth.